Welcome to another edition of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. This is Guy Sakalakis, and I'm the host for this episode, which is being recorded on location at ABA Tech Show 2024 in wonderful Chicago, Illinois. Joining me now, I have our very special guests, Matt Spiegel and Danielle Hull. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So happy to be here. So happy to be here. Before we get into our discussion... Please tell me a little bit more about yourself. What do you do? Where do you work? Danielle, let's start with you. Yeah, so I currently serve as the executive director for the Kansas Lawyers Assistance Program. Uh, Most often people are familiar with our services that relate to lawyer mental health and substance use disorder. But in Kansas, we also work with lawyers on the practice management side of running a firm. Uh, We believe that those things are very interconnected. You gotta have good business processes in order to reduce your stress levels. So we see this as a preventative mechanism for some things that we see with lawyers as it relates to burnout, for instance. Very cool. And, you know, we always talk about this, but you can't provide great service to clients if you're not taking care of yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that, Danielle. And Mr. Spiegel, great to meet you. What the heck do you do? Great to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a software guy. I'm a lawyer. Uh, I founded my case. Uh, I did that for a while, and now I've founded another company called Lawmatics, so I guess not just founded, it's been about six years. Uh, I'm the founder and CEO of that company now, and you know, love to provide services and tech to all these great lawyers. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. And you both spoke today on the topic of change management. Danielle, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about what your message was to the attendees here at Tech Show. You know, I think our primary message was don't forget about the people part of change. That's a really big part of looking at your change management process to ensure that in order to have successful implementation of change, particularly as it relates to technology adoption, to ensure that you are managing that people aspect of it, particularly as it relates to resistance to change, for instance, and just ensuring a smooth and successful process. Love it. And Matt, how would you describe what you were trying to get across to lawyers today? Ditto. Same. <laughs> really, you know, it's, it's actually interesting because I was thinking about reflecting on it for the last hour or so and about like what message, you know, you go into these things and you put together a deck, but you actually never really know how it's going to go and what you're going to end up talking about more than anything. And we very clearly talked about the people more than anything else. And that is... You know, and, and I've been in this industry for a long time, and I've seen thousands and tens of thousands of law firms go through, go through change, whether it's technology, processes, whatever, and they always make the mistake of not involving people enough in the whole thing, start to finish. The planning process to the execution to the iteration, it's all about the people. You got to bring them in. You got to have them. Uh, they got to get their buy-in. It's all just critical to the thing. It's more critical than the actual platform that you're implementing. Well, and, you know, people hate change, right? No one wants to change. Change is hard. It's scary. And then lawyers, they probably hate change even worse than, <laughs> right. like, regular people. Yeah. Uh, how do you get started with approaching this idea of change management at your firm? You know, I think the big thing to stress is to think about the, the what and the why, 
right? Really getting to the heart of what it is that you're doing and why you are doing it in order to address that with your people, right? You hit the head on the nail, the nail on the head right there when you said, you know, lawyers, right? We're averse to change for whatever reason we are. And that trickles down to staff as well um, in the legal environment. And so figuring out in advance how to explain those two things to your people to hopefully head off resistance and get buy-in, I think is particularly important. Yeah, I know that makes a lot of sense. And so if I'm at a firm and I'm facing this resistance, I'm getting, I'm trying to get that buy-in, is there like a process for starting to try to like map this change stuff out? Or how do you start thinking about like the more in the minutia of change management? Matt? Yeah, I mean, we, so, you know, we talked about this, I think a lot in our, in our presentation today, is that the, the process itself of implementing change is a process that might change, right? Like you might not have a process for managing change in your law firm, so you need to put that process in place. And it involves that, like it's, it is first the, you know, like Danielle said, identifying the why, like ultimately the way I look at it is you have an ultimate goal that you want to accomplish at your business. Forget what you're, how you're doing to get there. You have a goal. You want to make more money. You want to be more efficient. You want to hang out with your family more. Well, now you got to figure out the strategy to achieve that goal. And part of that strategy may be you need a new piece of technology, you need to implement something, and that's when you do it, right? So understanding that why is so critical, and then having that right team in place, all the right stakeholders to be involved in the decision-making process and to give them the authority and the autonomy to make the decisions on that platform, on that technology, as they go through it and not have to require all this back and forth is just really critical to the whole flow of the whole process. Um, but again, like I said, you actually need to sit down and create your process for handling the change in just as much as you know, the actual change itself. No, I love that. And I love that you brought, you know, we're here at Tech Show. And so one of the things that we see with lawyers all the time, I'll get you your thoughts on this, but you know, they think that tech is like the fix, right? Like, oh, I just need to find the right tech and everything else is solved. And to your, both of your points, it's a lot more about like identifying like what's the first thing that you're trying to like, why are you trying to make the change, getting the people involved. And so if you're, if you're talking to a lawyer that's thinking about like, hey, how do I like pick the tech? How do you get them to like kind of shift that mindset to like pull back? I mean, is, is it really about just focusing on the why or is it like, you know, do you have specific steps you take in like assessing the tech? Like how do you approach the problem of like trying to make the change? Because the, for me, the biggest, you know, back to the change, some of this tech is so embedded in our firms, you can't even start to think like this is like changing operating systems or changing like DNA. And so, I don't know, what kind of, what, what do you tell lawyers when you're like starting to go down that uh, beyond like, hey, look, I, I need to change this thing. It's not working for me. I think it's this tech thing. I don't know, I, I was, maybe just get you to respond to that. Like, I, I'm just, I'm so curious about these lawyers that are so resistant and they think that there's like this, like, you know, we, we talk about it in marketing all the time. There's some, there's some magic bullet out there, whether it's tech or something. Um, how do you get that mindset to shift? Right, exactly. You know, if you have crappy processes with one set of technology, right, they think I'm going to change to something else and it's just going to automatically solve all of my problems. 
And so thinking about what are the actual problems? Where are the bottlenecks occurring? Is it a processes problem? Are we evaluating that first before we decide to just haul off and make a purchase of technology that you think is going to be the end all fix all? Is it a people problem? Are your people not utilizing the tech that you currently have? And I think taking the time to think about all of that in advance and really mapping that stuff out. I mean, we go back to the what and the why here um, before you go off making a change. And we know that change is scary. Change is scary to a lot of different people. So in order for you to make that implementation, get that buy-in and pick the product that's going to actually maybe solve some of the problems, I think you gotta go through that needs assessment first before you, you go through the purchase. That makes a lot of sense. I gotta, I'm curious about your thoughts on this map because you know, you get a lot of lawyers, they're coming from some other platform, they're coming from some other system. How do you talk to lawyers about trying to make that switch and onboarding stuff easier when you make the change? Yeah, I mean, look, making it easier, like I think that's where, you know, we utilize, you know, we utilize the people who know the platform best, right? Like instead of going outside or trying to do it yourself, like you always got to use the resources that are available to you at the company and that will make the process easier. Coming back to that last question just a little bit is like, I think what's, what's important to note as well is like, you know, when we talk about change management, we're at ABA Tech Show, so we tend to lean towards tech, but it's not only about tech. And so to your question where it's like, you have these foundational systems, and I actually, you know, during our talk, we encourage people like, hey, one of the things you should be looking at changing is your core system, your system of truth. That doesn't necessarily mean that you should be looking at changing the system. It, you might just change the way you use the system, right? You might change the process that you have in the system. So it's like, to your point, I'm not saying or, not, or advocating that, hey, you got to go rip out your foundational platform. I'm just like, change is just as much changing the way you use something as it is changing the technology platform altogether. Really, really right? good points. Well, unfortunately, it looks like we've reached the end of the road for this episode. I want to thank both Matt and Danielle for joining us today. And if listeners have questions or want to follow up with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Danielle. Yeah, you can, uh, of course, find me on LinkedIn. Just look for me by name, Danielle Hall. Um, I'm also on X. So, and then you can also just send me an email, halld at kscourts.org. Very nice. And Matt? Yeah, I'm easy. Matt at lawmatics.com. I always love getting emails from people. I'm usually I'm pretty quick to respond and it sometimes goes into some pretty interesting conversations, especially with, with the lawyers and potential customers out there. So feel free. And also, thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, I'm Guy Sakalakis, and you've been listening to On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.